everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of Palace Off the Top Rope. Thank you so much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. And in just a few short minutes, I'm going to be bringing on Abraham Trevino, and we're going to discuss all things that have been happening in NFL free agency. A lot of big moves happening in just the past uh, last three weeks, I want to say. You know, the NFL season offseason used to never be like this but we're in a whole new world now and everybody's being aggressive now and wanting to compete and win in this league so he'll we'll be bringing you up to speed on that plus making a couple of announcements on future shows we're going to be doing down the line and, and trying to get you involved the audience as well and, and helping us come up with a with a name for our football show that we're going to be doing later down the road uh, all that to come, but wanted to kick you off with this. Big news happening yesterday uh, as far as my world is concerned, the movie theater industry. Uh, Disney made some uh, final final moves, uh, specifically when it comes to movies like Black Widow and Free Guy and uh, what else? So they got Kingsman, stuff like that. But the big one that we should all pay attention to is Black Widow which originally was supposed to be in May of this year. Well, actually, really May of last year, but we all know the pandemic and all that stuff. So it was supposed to be for early May this year, but we found out yesterday that it got pushed to July 9th. And now you're thinking like, well, what what's to stop them from moving it again? Well, here's how we know that it's finally going to come out because along with that theatrical release on July 9th, they are going to release Black Widow through the Disney Premier Access, meaning you can watch it at home and you pay an upcharge. Now, they haven't said what the additional fee is going to be, but they've released Mulan and they've released uh, Raya and the Last Dragon for like $30. I got to believe with the July move and, and, and there being like a couple of months until that point that they're probably going to up the price. I don't see them offering Black Widow for $30. I can see this in the $50, $60 range. Just to test, because Disney can do this. They can test to see how much audiences are willing to pay. So I can guarantee, almost guarantee you, I bet you, they're going to raise the price of their premiere access, which I think will help the theaters. Because, you know, you can watch, uh, at least where, where I'm from, you can watch like a movie like Black Widow and the highest you'll pay Let's say you go to the IMAX, you're paying like $15, $16. Well, let's say Disney does up it for 60 bucks. You're going to pay to watch it at home when you can watch it at the theater for much cheaper and with a better experience, I might add. You know, the big screen, you can't beat that. But that's just my prediction and, and what I think is going to happen and why I think they've, you know, because they could have kept the same slot. Why not keep the same slot and do the premiere access? I think it's because they're going to raise the price, folks. Bank on it. It's Disney. It's a corporation. They want your money. I bet you it happens. But anyways, that's that's all. Uh, so that that's going to leave that slot open for May. And if it were me, all I'm saying, Top Gun Mavericks out there, it's supposed to release July 2nd. Black Widow would come the week after. Move it up to the beginning of May. Start our summer with Tom Cruise. That's the movie a lot of people I know have been asking about. So let's start it off right. Just put Top Gun in there. Release it. You have the 45-day window that Paramount has announced. So why not? Just do it. Um, so that's my little opening rant update you on that. Obviously the, the ever changing landscape that we have with the, with the movie theaters. Um, the other big note is Warner brothers, uh, starting next year is going to, is going to go back to the theater only format, but they do have that 45 day window where they can put it on home video or stream it after that, after the fact. So 
yeah, an ever-changing landscape with the movies and the movie theater industry. Um, that's going to do it for that little rant. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Abraham Trevino, NFL Free Agency. That's what this show's all about. Stick around. We'll be right back. I have to do a report on a veteran. I think I could just interview you. I never saw any real action. So it makes for a pretty dry story. What are you still doing here, old man? I'm going to mess you up. It's been a hell of a day. You can see that. If you come after my family, I will end this. Who are you? I'm nobody. Nobody. All right, and we're back. I'm here with Abraham Trevino. What's up, buddy? It's been a while since we've talked football. It's been a couple of months. It's been super busy for all of us, but how have you been? Uh, doing good, staying busy as well. For sure. Glad to be back sure. on here, though. Awesome. Uh, well, the Super Bowl's passed us, and we'll talk about that in just a bit. But, man, NFL free agency, man, has kind of become – it never used to be like this, right? Like, it used to be like, you know, the Super Bowl would happen – the Pro Bowl used to be after the Super Bowl, and then it would just be like this long, like drought of nothing really happening. And even like when training camp started, be whatever. But now, like NFL free agency is like a big deal, and moves are happening, and like big moves, like GMs are being aggressive. You know, I like to watch Colin Coward a lot, and he said, "Yeah, the NFL free agency is kind of like turned into the NBA, where everyone's being aggressive and doing these big moves." Or how how are you responding to to this year's uh, moves? Yeah, I mean, to, to add to that, I mean, even with the salary cap, it got lowered to about $188 million. Right. I think it was like 98 and I think they lowered it to $10 million because of the pandemic. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I mean, a lot of teams let go of a lot of good players. Um, so, I mean, because of their deals. So, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's, it, it, it's had an impact. So, it's just, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy free agency or free agent period going on. But a lot of good moves, though. For sure. And we'll get into all that. Um, I mentioned this on, uh, like on my episode that I came back on, um, you, me and Jake, we're going to end up doing this football show thing, like as a spinoff. And like, whenever we come to the NFL season, it'll be its own thing. And, uh, I know we're still thinking about names for the podcast and for the audience out there. We'll, we'll take suggestions as well, but just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, once we get closer to the start of the regular season, this will be, uh, a more collaborative effort. I'm going to let Abe and, and Jake be more contributors, like specifically for today's episode. I told Abe, Hey, write the show, write the, whatever you want to talk about. I'll bounce off you. And, you know, I'm up to speed with everything that's going on in the NFL. So any notes that, that you want to talk about, uh, I'm all game. And again, uh, I'm glad to have you on board and make you more a part of the process. Love it. Love being here. Well, Let's let's start this off because I wanted to talk to make it the first talking point before we get into everything else. Let, let's wrap up on last season. You know, a lot a lot of fun stuff happened. We did the show weeks and weeks and weeks. And uh, one of the consensus that you and I always came to because we played the playoff game where we predicted the playoffs and the Super Bowl matchup, we always ended up coming up with Bucks Chiefs. I think that was right. you and me always came up with that same ending, and that actually ended up being the uh, Super Bowl. So we didn't get to really right. talk about it. So what were your thoughts on uh, overall just the entire game and, you know, with the result that happened? I, I thought it was a great game. Uh, I think a lot of people, like, anticipated um, Mahomes to come out here and gunsling and, and, and throw these. And um, I can't remember which game it was. You, maybe you can uh, correct me, but there was that one game 
I believe they played in Tampa where uh, Hill, like, was just running all over them. And yeah, that was week 12 against the Bucks. Was it? Okay. And I think a lot of people were thinking that was going to be another repeat of, you know, Mahomes and Hill again. And, no, it wasn't. It was, it was defense. Um, I believe, like, it was 7-3 first quarter, and then it ended up, you know, being 21 to, like, 6 at halftime. Um, and then coming into coming back from the half, I was like, okay, well, Mahomes is going to pick up, and now it's going to probably be a, a game now. But, no, it's just that defense was just – it was right. too – so it was – watched it because, I mean – they, they kind of shut him down. I mean, he had no he couldn't he had no room to run. He couldn't right. do anything. Couldn't find any. Numbers. I mean, the 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 uh, the coverage was just there. It was spot on. Well, wasn't it funny? I don't know if you saw the analysts like in the days after the Super Bowl where they were like, "Well, the Bucks, yeah, should have been favorite. Those linemen were out for Mahomes." Well, you guys knew that leading up to the Super Bowl, like it was announced like from the get go that he was not going to have those offensive linemen. And even I mean, I didn't think it was going to be a beatdown to be honest with you, but. In my head, I was like, yeah. Mahomes is not going to be able to do like what he's used to doing because you know you don't have protection; it's over. Yeah, I, I mean, who would have thought they would have they would have only scored three? I mean, three field goals. You know, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I know, know, right? They're a high, yeah, they're high, they're a high scoring team, and and it was the Bucks. You know, it was it was the it was the Brady and Grunk of old back in the Pats. You know, the Pat right. days. You know, where where you know they they score. It was it was them two doing it. But I mean, for them to score like nine points only, I mean, yeah. yeah. And I love how people said that Brady didn't do anything in that Super Bowl. I'm sorry, three touchdowns is, is a lot for you know most teams. So I don't I don't get it. People yeah. always people are always just looking for an excuse to not credit Brady like for anything. What about what about Mahomes? He he threw for he only he threw for two interceptions. I mean, I know right. <laughs> threw for two interceptions. I like I mean, it. Uh, uh, this, this episode, by the way, and I know I promoted him, but Jake Ramirez is not here today. But this episode is dedicated to him and the fact that he had already declared Patrick Mahomes the greatest ever, and now he he has nothing to say now. The fact that for for his whole career, Mahomes can even win seven like Brady even if Brady never wins another one. But the fact is, is that Mahomes lost to Brady head-to-head. He can never, you know, scratch that off his resume. Yeah. And a 43-year-old uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> he looked good. For sure. He looked good. I know in the very beginning he was kind of like, maybe he might have been a little maybe nervous, uh, but but he was – but, I mean, he looked good. Yeah. And a little, he was slow time soon. I think he might be playing past 45. And here's the I'm scary part, Abe, is like, you know, with COVID and everything, they didn't really get to gel and have a real offseason. Now imagine them with a real offseason and the chemistry is only going to just grow. Like, they're going to be scary good, like, next season. Like, Well, here's here was the thing. Like, in the very beginning, um, I know that, that they were still trying to figure each other out, like, as far as, like, Brady and his receivers. Yeah. But into, like, into the season, they started gelling together. And I mean, give them another year. Uh, I, I got to say, they they got to be the favorites going into the 2021, 2022 season. Sweet. So, All right, we uh, can move off the Super Bowl. I just needed to get it out there. This is more just for Jake because eat it. That's what he gets. Uh, but yeah, no, happy the Bucks won. Not only won, they won at home, and Brady gets another ring, and Mahomes gets oh, that was, tonight. Love it. Great. Um, 
we could probably talk about this later, but I just want to throw this out there. I know that I think next year the Super Bowl's is playing at the Rams Stadium. Correct. And the Rams and the Chargers. Is, is it SoFi? Is it SoFi is it Stadium? Yeah. SoFi Stadium. So now they're saying, you know, could the Rams, you know, play? Uh, well, you never. Anything. Anything's possible, and we'll talk about them as well. Um, I say no. That quarterback that you support. <laughs> but this is your show. Where do you want us to start off? There's so much free agent moves that happened within like the last three weeks here. I know I wanted I wanted to wait to do this show just because I wanted all the news to pile up. That way we can run down through it. But so much has happened that uh yeah, I had you do a little itinerary of stuff to go through. Wherever you want to start, we can uh that'll be our jumping point. I, w- I want to talk about your team, New England. Um, yes. Okay, go ahead. Spend- Spending spree that they did. I mean, they spent about one hundred thirty-seven point five million. Uh, they got you know, uh, and they signed a lot of people, but I only wrote down notable ones that For are sure. like home. So, like Matthew Judon, you know, they took him away from Baltimore. Uh-huh. Holy cow, that was a good pickup. I mean, that's your you know linebacker right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I let me backtrack real quick. Um, Belichick, I think, you know, last year Belichick was kind of like with the with with Brady gone. Uh, a lot of people were like, well, let's see, you know, how it goes. Well, it didn't go good for him. It went well for Brady, but not him. Um, I think this year, I think Brady's, I mean, Belichick is just, uh, he's probably going to go back to his old roots. Uh, now, going back to the signing, with him signing Jonu Smith and Hunter Love Henry, it. he's Love back it. with the tight end like he had with Gronk and Hernandez, mm-hmm. if you remember. Um, that's really great. And what that's telling us is that he's giving these weapons because there is no mistake for Cam Newton now. Like, we're giving him we're giving him the weapons. Let's see what he can do. We also gave him a, an extra $5 million bonus for this year when we signed him. Yeah. You know, uh, it's like giving a kid ice cream for doing something bad, like getting a bad grade. But <laughs> either way. Well, Nelson Aguilar. That's a that's a really good pickup there. Great pickup. I love that. Um, uh, you wanted to you were going to say something, Robert? No, I was just going to say um, what Belichick I think did here, and I know everyone's talking about. Oh my God, he's never spent like this before. Actually, look back. Yeah, they've done something like this before. It was like in the early two thousand. I think it was like two thousand one where they did something like this. But yeah. I think the, uh, the team that they had last year was pretty bad. They were mis- They had no weapons, so I think Belichick for sure was filling the gap as far as like what he was missing on that team. So I, it's not really, and I don't know. If people are going to make it about like, oh, well, look what Brady did, and now Belichick needs to counter. It's not really about that. It's more about that the Patriots were missing a lot of stuff to make their team actually good, and the fact that they even went like seven and nine last year is a miracle, considering like Cam Newton had really had nobody to throw to. Right. Um, I mean, in in uh, Belichick's defense, and you probably already mentioned this, but I mean, it was the start of the pandemic. You know, we didn't know yeah. how it played out, and some of their best players decided to sit out. And right. not, but but Chung ended up retiring, which is sad because he was a really good safety. Safety, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, they they got Jalen Mills from Philly. So right. I mean, I mean it. He's no Chung, but I mean he's he's there. That's a good. That was a good pickup. Yeah. Um, the other one I like is the Montrevious Adams from Green Bay. 
the defense, the defensive tackle that that yeah. was a good pickup. Um, they also get uh, Kendrick Bourne. I don't know if you saw him in, in San Fran last year. I mean, he he wasn't real like your top two guy, but he was a good slot guy. Mm-hmm. So this probably could be like your Edelman. If Edelman, I, I mean, I'm sure Edelman's still in the contract, right? Yeah, he's. I think this is his last year, but he should so, be coming back. So I mean, of course, Nelson's going to be your number one. I'm going to I'm going to assume, uh, or or Edelman will be your number one. Nelson will be your number two, and then this guy Bourne could be your your slot. But that's that's good. Yeah. Plus you tight ends. Plus you got White coming back. White is uh, huge. That was that was uh, today actually that he resigned. Yeah, that was today. Uh, I mean, they you know, um, and then Cam Newton, of course. Uh, so they did a lot of. They went out and spent, you know, I wouldn't, I mean, they splurged, yeah. uh, but these were like smart signings. They weren't just like overpaying and overpaying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, your highest guaranteed money was from Matthew Judon, which is 32 million. Mm-hmm. And then by your two tight ends, you know, Smith is 31.25 and, and Henry's like 25 million. So yeah. it's not like crazy, but on paper, man, it, you know, uh, they, they look like a, what a 12 and 14 yeah you know on but uh maybe cam newton comes of the old carolina when he had when they went to the super bowl uh i mean it what it's show what it's saying is that belichick's gonna be like okay here's all the pieces in place cam newton let's see if you can you know put them together yeah you know because if you can't do it this year or with this with the people around you i mean you know then what yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give him a full pass, but you know, with last season, you know, brand new system, you know, the Patriots playbook is a little bit more complicated than most. Um, he did get COVID during the year, so that kind of like backtracked him towards the latter part of the season. Uh, there was a few games where it was his fault, like you know, there was the the final drive in Seattle, they could have won that one. There was the fumble in Buffalo, yep. you know. Those two, and you're looking at, they could have been nine and seven or something like that. Could have possibly, I don't know if they would have made the playoffs, but, you know, they could have, they did play, they played Baltimore real well at yeah. home. And they also play until the Chiefs broke out, but they played the Chiefs pretty good uh, in that uh, match. It was in Kansas City. I think they held them to like six points in the third quarter. So there was like a little formula there on how to beat the Chiefs. And now you got Hightower coming back. That's the, the leader and the captain of that defense. You know, right. a year off rest from COVID and all that stuff or not wanting to play because of COVID. Uh, right. This defense should be back to like – and Kyle Van Noy coming back. That's like one of my – you know, I love that guy. I don't uh, – it sucked when he left and especially to a rival. Um, but the fact that he's back now, you know, that gets me more amped up. This could be like a defense of like the year they beat the Rams. Like that's strong of a defense. But, of course, the offense, um, now you got some weapons. So now you can do the dual threat of using uh, Cam running. You know, that's pretty much all they had last year, and teams figured that out quickly. But now if you have Cam running, now you can, uh, you know, trick teams, and then you got your two tight end sets of of uh, Henry and Smith, and then using Edelman and Aguilar. I'm, I'm looking uh, – this is very positive, but, again, if Cam can work on his, his – he's got to work on his mechanics too, like, you know, the throwing and all that stuff. He'd always scare me every time he dropped back to pass. So if you can fix that, this team can make some noise. I don't know how much noise, but they'll they'll be in contention. Um, 
Last year, they didn't have Matt Patricia because he was with the Lions. This year, they have him back. What do you think that defense is going to be? I mean, because he, he coached them before. He was a right. coordinator. Do you think that defense is going to be probably like top five? They should on paper, right? They should be a top five. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if Patricia's really coming back as the, you know, I don't think the defensive coordinator is going to be his specific job. Uh, I think that's still going to be, I think Belichick's still grooming his sons in that spot or one of his sons, because I know uh, Patricia's going to be doing other stuff as well. So, um, I mean, but they should be on paper. They should be. Okay. Because you still got Gilmore there also. Oh, yeah, you still got uh, Stefan Gilmore. You still got uh, McCordy Twins. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got um, – uh, what's the other guy that they re-signed uh, or extended? It was uh, – I think it was J.C. Jackson, something like that. That guy's huge in the backfield. Like, um, he's just as important as Gilmore. So, them keeping him also is really good. Um, the offensive line, uh, the, them keeping David Andrews, and I think Karras or – and who did they – they got Trent Brown, I think, back from the Raiders. Yeah, they did. Uh, so that the offensive line should be more better for Cam. And, uh, yeah, nothing but positive things for this team. Yeah, they – I mean, um, they still have uh, – What do you, I mean, they have a lot of receivers. I don't really see Nikhil Harry being there. Uh, they weren't really pleased with him this past season. Mm. I mean, he had, like, maybe one or two good games, but – like I said, they, that's why they signed Nelson Aguilar, and he was really fantastic with the, the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, looking at their their roster lineup, I mean, it just it looks really good. But I mean, again, you know, we got to wait for uh, the season. I mean, only the season can tell you, you know. Right. But, but the two tight ends, and those two tight ends were a hot. They were a hot calamity. Like they were like the top, one of the top, you know, free agents going into the eight, the free agents uh, period right. and for the Pats to just go and sign both of them. Like, I mean, that's, that was, I was like, I was reading it and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, Jonu Smith, you know, had, had really good with the tennis in and Hunter Henry. I mean, he had a really good season with uh, uh, that kid, uh, Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Herbert. So, I mean, uh, if I was, if I'm Cam Newton, I'm like, holy cow, I'm excited. But I mean, we'll see how he plays. I mean, and we heard Cam like, in I forgot what podcast he did. I think it was with uh, Brandon Marshall, where he, you know he's got a chip on his shoulder, you know, so he's got something to prove. But also, he has to actually prove it. Also, you know, I uh, I, I don't want to hear words. I do feel bad for him because I don't know if you remember. I think it was last year, or it might have been in the off season. I'm not too sure, but. There was, I think he was like doing a camp, and I believe like some kid, like oh, the, some heck, some kid heckled him, right? Yeah, and said that that uh, oh man, said some harsh words, and I'm like, man, you know what? I mean, Cam may have played like trash, but you can't disrespect the guy because I mean, he was, I mean, before all this, I mean, he was he was really good in Carolina and in, yeah. in his college days, but I mean, any any pro player, you should, and, and if I'm a kid at your camp and I'm bashing you like shame on me, man. But you know, that's just today's really- generation, man. It's just, I don't know. Like I, they just don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't, first of all, a, the, like the balls to just mouth off to a pro athlete like that. Like I would never, ever. 
would oh. be like me mouthing off to like Patrick Mahomes or something like I know better than to do that. Like, come on. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna be like, oh, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. But where am I, where am I at? <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not in the pros, you know, like good God, man. I don't I I, I just I felt bad for Cam and and uh, but I mean I think they cleared it up. I think he apologized, but still, I mean you shouldn't have even you know mouthed off like that. Like uh, you're and and especially in, in at his camp, you're at his camp and you're mouthing off about him. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I felt bad on that one on him. Um, we'll talk about this later on in, down the road. But I know I mentioned this is more about Belichick trying to better his team. The the roster was really slim last year, but also. I do want to know, and we could probably do a special show on this whenever the schedule comes out, but the Buccaneers play the Patriots this year in Foxborough, so Tom Brady's coming back this year, so that's going to be one of the biggest games of the year, and Belichick has to load up this roster to at least compete with the Bucs whenever they play. When, Whether it... when, when we do that, I want to give a scoring prediction because <laughs> – yeah, That's going to be – for sure that's going to be NBC Sunday night. I book it. <laughs> Yeah, we all know who's going to win that. I don't have to say. Who <laughs> I don't know. Belichick, I don't, I don't know. No, we can talk about it down the line, but it, that's going to be a fun one whenever we don't, get to it. Don't Jake, Robert. Don't be a Jake and say, like when, when Jake said, oh, Mahomes is going to do all this all over the, the Bucks <laughs> and Brady. Look what happened. Don't be like that, Robert. Don't ever, don't ever compare me to that guy or think I would be in the same, you know, doing oh anything God. in his you, type of ways. Tell- are you telling me I just pulled the kid from that from Cam Newton's uh, 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 camp? Or freaking... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, all right, so yeah, Patriots did a lot of great this off season. Obviously, we're still in early March. There's still other moves that can be made. Who knows? Belichick may pull some magic, and I don't know. Get a uh, get a quarterback that's still out there. I don't know. I don't, you never know. You know the Cam Newton yeah. thing, yes, but I don't think he's like. It's not like a bankable, like for sure thing that he's the starter. You never know. There's We're still early. There's still some uh, uh, quarterbacks still available, right? As far as free agents, I believe, or or not like available, but I think as far as trade, uh, like I know the uh, Bears are trying to get rid of Foles because they signed Jake's favorite, Andy Dalton. Right. Um, I believe. I like how you, real quick, I like how Jake turned on Andy Dalton real quick, but. It was all about him. It was all about him. Oh, you know what? Speaking about that, I was looking on Facebook and I saw a whole bunch of. Uh, I have a couple of of guys that are Bears fans, uh-huh. and I, I don't know. Maybe you posted something, maybe not, but where they were like, uh, uh, it was like a will of fortune. Like, yes, was that you? <laughs> yeah, I love that meme. Yeah, I know. I saw something like that, and it was supposed to be like Russell Wilson. Yeah, and Russ then, Wilson and it's Andy Dalton. <laughs> I feel bad for the Bears fans. That uh, that GM needs to be fired over there in Chicago because yeah. holy crap. Um, why? Okay, why Andy Dalton? I mean, look, I know I'm in, I'm going to confess because I was on his bandwagon in the very beginning, but looking at him play and I just was like, no, no, I mean, <laughs> no. But uh, I guess, but uh, also, I guess going away from that. Uh, your buddy, the stash, is also getting uh, uh, talks about being traded. I mean, I think they're 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 gonna want to trade him for the draft or during the draft. Mm-hmm. Min- 
So, uh, I mean, I guess when we get to the draft uh, edition of this, maybe we can talk about where it could possibly be going or, or playing for. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he'd, he'd be a starter. Um, I think it'd be more of a team looking for, like, a backup kind of person. You need to have a backup in this league, at least these days. Like, you need to have a credible backup. Um, oh, actually, yeah, there is actually some. There is uh, Colt McCoy is available, and okay. I believe Detroit Lions are probably going to be releasing Chase Daniels uh, yes. with the days. Um, which is why, if we're moving on from New England, if we can speak just brief, we don't have to spend a lot of time, but of the Cowboys. Okay. Dak's uh, contract, what your thoughts on, and what possible backup quarterbacks could land there? Because I don't I, – when I read I, – and I know you don't follow them, but I've been reading about them, and, and they're not really sold on Danucci and Cooper. So that's why I said, you know, do you see a possible, like, Colt McCoy landing there or maybe if Chase Daniels gets uh, uh, released, they sign him? Because I, I don't see the Cowboys trading for Minshew. I, I don't – because – I don't see that happening. Correct um, me if, I, if I'm wrong. Was Colt McCoy already like a cowboy backup at one point, or am I just like no, assuming no, 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 he's he been was. a backup everywhere? Yeah, he he hasn't been for the Cowboys. He was for the the Redskins. I can see I him there. I can see last, him. He was there at the Redskins, and and uh, last he was with the Giants. Okay. Yeah, I can see him showing up as a backup, but back to the Dak Prescott thing. I mean. For how long had, had, had media and outlets been talking about this guy's contract and whether or not he was going to get paid or not? Wasn't he offered a deal at one point and it's like he wanted he wanted more years? Is that what Dak's deal was? He wanted, um, yeah, he no, he wanted less. I think they wanted to sign him to a five year and he wanted a four year, which didn't make sense because it was like a year difference. Like, so what? Just sign the five year. Um, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like he had an offer, so why would why were we supposed to be feeling bad for him? Or everyone's like, "Oh no, he should hold out for like whatever the most money he can get." But it's like, dude, go make your money on endorsements. I've seen you in commercials. I've seen you in more commercials than freaking I don't know, Patrick Mahomes. Well, he got he got two million in endorsements from that mattress company. Yeah, more than what he was getting in the contract. Here's here's my thing, Robert. Like I'm a Cowboys fan. And I know Jake likes to give me give me crap because I don't, you know, have faith in them at times or I don't pick them all the time every week. But here, I'm realistic. I'm not sold on Dak Prescott. My thing is, is he's greedy because he wants to get Russell Wilson money for what? What have you done? Yeah. What have you done? You know, yeah, you know, you, you've had, you know, this many yards thrown. You've thrown so many touchdowns. So what? You know, so did Romo, but I mean, and then they want to compare, well, if this was Romo, you know, he would have gotten, you're making it, now you're making it uh, personal. You're making it about, you know, racism. Like, oh, well, if Romo was playing, he would have gotten that money. You know, no, man. It's just, he hasn't proven anything. You know, when he, uh, this past season, before the injury, we were having to play from behind. And they were like, oh, well, he was already going to be thrown for so many yards already. And it's like, yeah, doofus. Because garbage time. We're from behind. Yeah. We were playing behind all the time. So what? Yeah. I, because because of three games or four games, he freaking threw for over, you know, he, what did he have? Almost 
4,000 yards rushing or 3,000? Something like that, yeah. Who cares, man? Because we were, <laughs> we were losing, getting our asses handed to from the Browns. The yeah. Browns. Oh, my gosh. And then Jake's just like, oh, well, yeah, we need to pay him. We need to pay him. Uh, to be honest. No, uh, Dak, no chance. <laughs> yeah, here's here's my thing, Robert. The thing is, is like, now he, he – in this contract, it's like a, he has a no-trade clause. Like, you can't do – you can't trade him, and you also can't even tag him yeah. now for this. And and from what I'm getting, it's a six-year deal, but it voids after four. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that they're that they're going to want to move. I, I mean, I think on the Cowboys side, it's like let's see what you do in four years before we even go the full six. Right. That's or maybe he can do his whole he can do his Deshaun Watson thing where he doesn't like how things are going with that team. My dad mentioned this, and he can cry his way out of that contract or leave or whatever. I don't know. Players can just. I guess do that nowadays and just cry out of a contract. Man, I I really hope the NFL doesn't turn into the NBA. No, uh, yeah, that's why I'm saying like I don't feel bad for Watson, and I don't I don't know how much we'll get into that, but well, I don't feel I mean, bad for his situation with uh, football wise. I mean, yeah, I don't want to get off topic, but just like the James Harden, I don't know if you saw that where he wanted out and yeah, yeah. and wanted his demandings. Like I don't want these NFL guys to be like that because yeah. the NFL's most watch sport and don't want it to turn into that crying game where it's just like i don't want to be here you know um i I really hope it doesn't turn into that i really hope but going back to Dak, i i I don't trust him um i you know he's real cocky and he hasn't proven anything and until he can go past the first round of the playoffs then you know or get us to the championship round and beat somebody in the champ and represent us in the, in the Super Bowl. If he loses the Super Bowl the first time, I won't, you know, I'll be like, damn, that sucks. But at least mm. he got it far. Right. But if, if we don't even go past the first, the wild card round, you know, then what what are we doing? Then it was just a waste of money, you know, and let's move on from him. But right. I mean, I guess, you know, they're, they're sold on him. And now, you know, we got to see what happens now. Okay, so they're tied up with Dak now, the money, whatever. Um, tell me about what moves they've made. Because I haven't really – me, I haven't seen anything from them, but you're saying they have made moves. So it, what have they it, done? It, I mean, they lost uh, to Dobia Wuzier, and, and that was expected. Um, the problem with the Cowboys is that they expect all their players to take a freaking uh, – well, how do you call it? A uh, um, Like a friendly deal. Oh, okay. Team friendly deal. You got you. Team friendly deal, and it's they're not all going to do that. You know, at some point they're going to want their money. Um, I think the the Bengals overpaid for him, but oh well, let him go. Uh, but we did get Canoe. I think I'm saying that right. Neil uh, over from Atlanta because of Dan Quinn. Oh yeah, yeah. Need help at the safety spot, but I'm also hearing that he's going to play the weak side linebacker spot. Um, now here's. <clears throat> Here's where you come into a problem because you've got Jalen Smith and everybody was talking about, oh, we need to get rid of him because he didn't really produce after he got that contract, which is true. Um, also, you have Van Der Esch, who you picked, you know, with the first round pick back in 2017 or 2018, and he's had injuries now. So um, now I think what they're going to do is they're going to play the Neil at, at the linebacker spot slash safety spot. 
but I mean, they also signed, uh, they signed back Jordan Lewis. They have uh, uh, Booker from Indianapolis. He's a good, really good shutdown cornerback. So hopefully they get him signed. He's visiting the star today. Uh, so hopefully we see if they, you know, come away with the deal. Um, but also, they're also in talks with, um, like I said, they need some backups like Colt McCoy uh, or Chase Daniel. Um, they're probably not going to bring back uh, Alden Smith, which is okay because of the fact, I mean, what is he, 32? I think he was 32 years old. He had been away for five years. Uh, his last team was with San Fran. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, he had some flashes in the early part of the of the season, and then he just kind of declined. So I don't have a problem with that. Um, but going, I do, I do want to talk about them draft day because they're they're sitting at number ten, and there's that boy from Alabama, Mac Jones, Patrick Sertain. Oh, okay, second. my bad. Yeah, Patrick Sertain. <clears throat> if they draft him, and he's a what? Sorry, I'm not familiar with the college players. So yeah, I know. But if they draft him, if they draft him. Oh my gosh! You've got him and you've got Diggs at the corner spot. They both played in Alabama together. So if the Cowboys can draft Sertain, then this defense is going to be set. Uh-huh. But there's two different mocks going on where they've got a kid over in Florida, the tight end Pitts, a uh, really good tight end that they have him going like top ten, could even go top five. That's how good he is. Um, but I mean, we'll see, but, uh, as far as the Cowboys, I mean, they're doing some little moves here and there, not as much as the Patriots, but, um, but that's I also just, like money wise, right? Cause they're tied up now with, they're, uh, yeah, they're strapped. But I mean, uh, as far as, you know, Dak Prescott, I just, I wanted to get your input because I, I don't, I don't have faith in him. I don't. I mean, he, He's not bad, I'll say that much. But is he enough to get you over the top? I don't know. It's a big risk. Plus, coming off an injury like the way he had, who even knows if he's going to be the same? Who um, knows? But I do want to ask you, though, with these little moves that they've done and what they've signed Dak to, like, and I know we'll do predictions later on down the road, but how do you see them right Where do you rank them right now today, March 24th? Where do you rank them in the NFC East? Just by looking on paper, not, you know. I'm going to have them, uh, let's see, third. Third? That's where I have them, too. I have them third. And I only and, and, and I only have them third, Robert, because Philly hasn't done squat in right. free agency. <laughs> uh, they still haven't addressed their wide receivers. I know they picked up uh, uh, someone on the, on the defensive side, um, but I, I, I mean – they haven't done anything themselves other than get uh, Flacco. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only signing I've seen. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I have to put the Cowboys right now third. Um, I really wanted Jake just for this segment just to see if, like, that's all he needs is they have Dak Prescott, that's enough. Oh, he would have put them <laughs> – he would have put them first – First in the whole NFC. <laughs> yeah, you could put them first. And it's just like, no, doofus. Uh, but, yeah, they, you know, like I said, if the Eagles would have been more active, 
uh, on free agency, then I probably would have had the Cowboys last. But yeah, they haven't done. Yeah. The only signing was uh, what did I tell you, Flacco? Flacco. That's the only notable one I've seen, but not that that's uh, an upgrade or anything like that. <laughs> that's just backup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flacco. Remember when Flacco was like the most paid and got the biggest contract? <laughs> And I remember getting flat because he had just won the Super Bowl, and I was like, "Be careful paying him all that money, like, because you know sometimes a fluke season can happen." He won that. Uh, uh, he won the Super Bowl, and that's when he got that max contract, right? Yeah, it was right after the Super Bowl. Was it? Was it? Didn't they do the same thing to uh, uh, Trent Dilfer when they won? When they won it with him, and then they gave him. Uh, uh, I I couldn't uh, confirm uh, if that's accurate or not. I don't know. I, I kind of felt like they did the same thing with Trent Dilfer when they won. I, I don't think it was the same amount of money as what, what Flacco got, but it was something like in, in the woods of that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> go figure. And I think uh, uh, Lamar Jackson is up for a freaking payday too, I, I think after this year. so He'll get it. I mean, he deserves it. I mean, he's at least, I mean, he finally won a playoff game, but he's still really young, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, anything else on the Cowboys? No, I'm good. I'm good on the Cowboys. Um, I want to. I know you want to talk about the Bucks, but before that, staying in the NFC East, I do want to get your thoughts about uh, the New York Giants because I know last year you and I were were uh, on the boat because of their defense and then Daniel the coach. Jones. I love the coach. He's a patriot. Right. So. Uh, uh, I know this year they they've done some some uh, free agent signings as well. Uh, right. They did get Lennon, which is why I think Colt McCoy uh, is going to get re- is probably on his way out. Uh-huh. But you know, um, with the wide receiver, with the addition of of Galladay, um, having Galladay, having um, Sterling Shepard. I mean, they let go of uh, Tate. They uh-huh. let go of uh, and also signed Kyle Rudolph, and they I love still, that signing. They still have Evan Ingram, so I mean they're going with a two two headed monster tight end. I mean Evan Ingram when he's healthy, he's he's really good. Yeah. So I mean, what are your what are your thoughts as far um, as good moves? Um, the only reason I don't have them one, I have the Washington football team, but this is just me. But the only reason is Daniel Jones. The question is, is this going to be the guy? And I think this is the year where like if he doesn't get it done, like they're going to move off him. Quick, because I think the other pieces are falling into place. Plus, you got Saquon Barkley coming back. Uh, he yeah. was out uh, pretty much all of last season, um, so they're gonna they're gonna be good in the run game. But yeah, this Daniel Jones, if he doesn't if he doesn't show up here, well, this is what year three with him, I think already. Right. Yeah, this is a this is a fast league now, so you don't have time to really develop over years and years. Like you got to get it done now. So they're the only reason. He's the only reason I don't have them number one in the NFCs right now. I have the number one because of the fact, because of the signings of Dory Jackson and Logan Ryan, both Ooh. of them. And they still have Jabril Peppers at the safety and they still have Bradbury as your corner as well. So, I mean, that, that that's a good secondary right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're um, going to be freaking loaded defense. Like I have no, no issues with that. They're going to be fantastic, but you know, Offense yeah. is still gonna put up points. Yeah, you're you're right, but I mean, I I'm, I'm telling you, if if Barkley stays healthy, 
Um, and and they still have Devontae Freeman. So, I mean, if you use those two guys, you know, that's going to help out Barkley, you know, with the workload. Right. Uh, and with the two receivers, uh, with Shepard, and, and they also – oh, sorry. They also got John Ross over from Cincinnati. I don't know yeah. if you – uh, you know, know something about him, but he was he was a pretty good uh, flex pickup in the in the fantasy. I mean, he would get you you know double digit points. So I mean, now they got him now, which okay. is of, of Tate. So I mean, it here, uh, I mean, it's looking good if they can stay if they can stay healthy. Mm. They they'll be number one. Hey Jake, what do you think? Trash, trash. <laughs> that would be his response to like Washington and New York. But just he needs to really pay attention because those teams are going to be really good. You know what? Like I said, Robert. I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm not going to be here on the podcast and be saying, "Oh, Cowboys are going to go. They're going to be number one. They're going to win it all." No, I'm looking at these additions that these other teams are making. Like the Giants, the Giants are looking to upgrade. I mean, uh, Washington. Yeah, I mean, uh, their defense. Uh, that Chase or Chase Daniel kid, the the defensive end, holy huh. cow! Pick from them last year, uh, he's really good, and he's only going to get better with year two uh, under his belt. So uh, I mean, I'm not sold on Washington. I do like the coach, the head coach, Fitzpatrick. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, if he can last more than three starts, that'll be great. Then yeah, but they haven't. Uh, I mean, they haven't really done much. Uh, in the free agency, I will, but they're going to do something in the draft. I know that for sure. They're going to get their receiver in the draft, which is, and then if that happens, then if they can get a run game going too, that'd be great because we know they're 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 good on defense, right? To take some of the heat off Fitzpatrick, is if they can get a good running game going too, that'll be really helpful for them. Yeah. Um, on paper, it looks like the NFC East shouldn't be the worst division of football anymore who who would that title go to now i don't know i was, try, I was trying to think about this at least in the you, nfc would it would it be the nfc north because other than the packers like everybody else is kind of like mm. that's the packers the nfc south isn't it no the nfc north nfc north nfc south is bucks and uh you know well, we know. Well, we know the Bucks are going to dominate because the Saints lost Drew Brees, and I don't have faith in Taysom Hill nor Jameis Winston, so I don't yeah. see this really doing any making yeah. any noise. Why well, just um, mean like who's going to be the laughing stock? Because the NFC East—that's all they were in the whole league. Like they weren't even, you know, the, the freaking the winner of there wasn't even above five hundred. So I gotta go with the. But we gotta go with the North, right? Because I'm trying to think yeah. of the AFC because. What well, else? if if you're gonna go AFC. Well, I mean, uh, I, would, I was just talking in general, though, like which is the laughing stock of the whole no, league. But it's got to be, it's got to be Denver, uh, isn't that the AFC? North? No, that's the Chiefs' uh, division, the the AFC uh, North. Then uh, I, guess, I gotta say, it's coming back to normal where everybody's. I'll, I'll tell you. Let me see. Uh, can't be AFC West because yeah, you said because of I'm sorry, the AFC Red- West. Yeah. Uh. Let's go with the AFC South. Well, what, Colts, Titans? Well, because Texans, we don't know how they're going to be. Colts, we don't know how it's going to be with Wentz. Jacksonville, they're going to – they're all – They were really good without him. I mean, even with freaking Trash Rivers. I'm glad he's gone. Fine. Yes, I got my redemption on that. Told you all he was finished. Albert, it can't be the North because that's Baltimore, Cincy, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. can't be the East because it's Buffalo, Miami, New England. I mean – 
If I gotta say, I mean, if NFC you North. <laughs> yeah, because Chicago <laughs> did a stupid signing. Detroit, it's Detroit. Green Bay hasn't done squat in free agency. They don't have any signings. They have more departures than they do. I mean, they'll, they'll win the division. They'll be the good ones. But I'm just saying, like, for the rest I mean, of the division. I mean, Minnesota? Oh, yeah. I forgot about them, too. Yeah. Minnesota? I mean, yeah, they got Patrick Peterson, but okay. You still have they, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> it, it's got to go. It's got to be the North. Okay. But that's just it's, on paper. We'll see how the season unfolds. But NFC East should not be the worst in terms of, like, because you got, like, two really good defenses there. Two yeah. really good co- head coaches in Rivera and uh, Joe Judge. The jury's still out of McCarthy. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> ah, I'm not sold on that guy, man. Um, real quick, before we go to the I, – I, and the reason why I'm stalling on the Bucks is because I want to talk – I mean, we can talk about them for a little bit. But I, I do want to talk about J.J. Uh, Watt, uh, his arrival. Um, Arizona. Now, now – that's the NFC West. So do you see that as a real tough division because of Los Angeles with the trade of Stafford, San Fran with the with uh, Garoppolo coming back? And oh, yeah, Seattle. that's still the that's still the best division in football. Um, they need to get as much pieces as possible. Now is J.J. Watt, in terms of for his career and his move and his family, you know, his wife's happy or – soon to be wife, whatever. I think, she, I think he's married, right? Yeah. Um, so they're moving to Arizona. The weather is beautiful there. I'm sure it's a good move for them. As far as like him production wise, I mean, obviously he hasn't been the same for a very long time. Is he still effective? Yeah, he could be, but is he the piece to say like, Oh my God, Arizona, Arizona's in it now. Eh, still not sold on them. Even though they did pick up, who was it? AJ green. Green. Um, I mean, they'll 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 be formidable in that division, but I don't know. I'm still I'm still not sold on Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, and I, Kyler Murray. We'll see if he develops more, but all he can the only intimidating part of his game is the running. Like, yeah, where he's like he's freaking fast, like a Tyree Kill. But if you can shut that down, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean. Uh... I would have liked JJ to to go to Pittsburgh, you know, and just play with it and finish out his career there. Uh-huh. Uh, he he, I feel like he has some in the tank left, but <laughs> he's just his injuries, you yeah. know, they're up on him. Um, I I don't. He may be productive. Uh, I I don't think they're going to go all the way though, because there's just no way. Uh, Will they make the playoffs though. No. No? Okay. We'll see how that goes. I mean, it's going to be real tough, but, I mean, I mean, I think they'll sneak in. Like, I don't think anybody's going to sweep in that division. Like, they'll they'll pro- maybe they'll get one on Seattle or a, a San Fran, even the Rams. You know, they're all going to be split. I don't think anybody there is going to sweep. Um, yeah. To, to but, be honest, uh, Robert, I, I, I even – I think the Rams are probably going to even win that division – uh, thinking about it, I mean, St- I mean Stafford, he's not bad. He was just on a bad team. He's got an arm, right? And he can. So, uh, I mean, with Robert Woods, Higby, uh, and then they signed Djax. I mean, if Djax can be, you know, stay healthy at least for half the season, I mean, who knows? And and that offensive line isn't bad at all. Yeah. Uh, and look what Jared Goff did at times, you know. So, I mean, you put a guy like Stafford back there. I mean. 
Uh, I guess we got to see how San Fran does because, you know, with Garoppolo, I don't think they're really uh, turned on by him anymore. I think they lost interest. Uh, Seattle, you got a disgruntled Wilson, but I mean, they're still making some moves on defensive side. But I mean, we still, we got to see, you know, what happens. I mean, if, if Russell Wilson can put that aside and put it behind him and then maybe Seattle, it'll be Seattle and Los Angeles probably going between, you know? Well, I think he's going to have to brush it aside because at this point, where else can he go? Because, you know, Chicago made out an offer for him. Seattle declined it. And it was probably the yeah. best offer he was going to get. Awesome, Dallas yeah. is already locked up with Dak. Um, mm-hmm. He's not going to ha- he's ha- sure as hell not going to want to go to the Jets. Um, no. Oh, no. Imagine you got to face Belichick twice. Like, I don't know. Um, I, I don't even think the Raiders are an option anymore because I think they restructured the contract of Mariota, even though that doesn't mean anything because of Carr. Right. But I don't even think they've even had any negotiations as far as, you know, talks. Yeah, no, he's, he's going to have to make it work there. And uh, I, I think he's like some of the signings that they've done. So, I mean, I, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, I just think whenever his contract's up, like, I think he's out of there. He's not going to be a Seahawk for life. Um, no. But uh, he'll, th- this team will still be competitive. Um, on paper, the Rams really should win this division. I, I think right now they're the most credible threat to the to the Bucks, but right. I, I don't mean like that they're right there with them either. I I just think they're the next in line, uh, at least on paper, to me. If it, it's going to be somebody, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I'm going to say the Rams. Uh, just like I said, I mean, uh, the, the Cardinals not sold. Uh, you know, just. In general, I, I don't even think Green Bay is going to – I mean, yeah, Green Bay might win their division, but they're not going to really – they are not. Uh, they don't pose a threat to the Bucks. I don't see who can knock them off. I mean, yeah, they're going to lose games, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're, they're going to the Super Bowl again. They're going to represent. Um, I, I just – I can't see anybody. That every That whole team is intact, you know, mm-hmm. going coming into the season. Plus, they got the draft coming up, and there's a couple of – uh, there's actually a player, I believe, from the Alabama side that they're projected to draft, and that they, if it is that player, that's another freaking boost in the defense. To and they, and they're actually, they're actually saying if uh, I need to look up who the person is, but they're saying if they draft this kid from Alabama and you put him aside with Vita Vey, good God, man, yeah, it, it's going to be a real big line. Line, so I, I got it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Bucks represented again and I'll, I'll say about the whole season because I, I just can't see anybody knocking him off Tom Brady's on a high I mean when you get him at his low he'll just come back at you and out of nowhere man and 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 call me a, a Brady chugger Jake <laughs> I don't care because look what he did look what he did in the Super Bowl look what he did in the playoffs everybody knocked him out nah no I love it love it until, um, until he retires, Robert, no one's going to knock him off. There's no one. Everybody, oh, Mahomes is the new Brady. Fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here. Brady's the fucking goat. Jake Ramirez, you don't know shit about goats. <laughs> until he retires, then we can talk about somebody else representing. But until, for right now, he's on a high. Did, did you, did you uh, happen to hear? Or read about Gronkowski. I think it was like yesterday. He's saying he's ready to play now. Right. What have you say that? He hasn't said that since back to when the Patriots won. I think the first time with him, mm-hmm. and 
He's saying that he feels so good. Like, he doesn't have any problems with his ankles, with his knees. Mm. He's ready to play now. Who had a what better, if- like, a better flex last year than Rob Gronkowski? Eh, you know what? I'm going to retire for, like, a year, go off, party, do whatever. Oh, Tom Brady gives me a call, wants me to come back, win another Super Bowl. There's no better flex than that. <laughs> exactly. He, the, the, Robert, they're ready. They're oh, ready. I know they are. Ready. And, and I, 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 don't, I mean, prove me wrong. You and Jake, prove me wrong. Who, the, with, with the new season coming up, who's going to knock them off? Who? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough argument to make right now. I mean, we'll see how the season plays out. But, yeah, like I said, I think everywhere, when everybody does their rankings on television, whatever, like, or Super Bowl odds or whatever, they really should be the favorites. It better be. It better not be. Saints. It better not be Green Bay. It better not be, you know, uh, uh, the Rams. No, it better be the Bucks because they didn't lose anyone. Everybody's still on intact on that team. They made. Can you, can you remember the last time that happened, where like a majority chunk of a of a championship winning team resigned with notable free agents, I might add, and resigned almost pretty much everybody to come back? I've never seen that happen. It's never happened. It's never happened because usually after that, you have to let go of your best players because of the damn salary cap. Well, not only that, but they always want more money. And a lot of these players are like, you know what? We want to win instead. Well, look, I mean, look at here. These guys aren't selfish because Evans, Evans can go somewhere else and get a freaking huge payday. And he wants to stay there. Godwin signed his franchise tag like nothing. He signed it. He didn't give any, he wasn't disgruntled. He wasn't upset. He signed it because he, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. That's uh, and then and then you wonder like how all these other quarterbacks like are mad at Brady. Like, how does he do it? Like, he shows you how restructures his deal so that way to give more to other people. You know, he he makes his other players believe in him and the system. He is Brady. Tom Brady is the system. People kept saying Brady's a system QB. No, he's the system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was that it that, that you wanted to cover on the Bucks? I mean, because they pretty much re-signed everybody. We're yeah, they just, re- we're waiting on uh, whether they're going to get Leonard Fournette back or Antonio Brown. Um, uh, real, okay, real quick on that. Hypothetical: If they do not sign uh, Antonio, I, I think they're going to sign AB because I think he wants to be there. But if hypothetically if they don't sign him and they don't sign Fournette. Are they your favorites? Are they the favorites? Yes, because I still love their core. Because I love their, I love Scotty Miller, who emerged. He was like a, and not only like as a just another great receiver. He's a deep threat. Like that guy has, he's like a Tyree Kill type player. Um, They got Tyler Johnson. They got like, uh, you know, their tight end OJ Howard's coming back. All the talk was about him on the tight end side. I mean, obviously he hurt his. I think was not sure it was his Achilles. Um, So that may be the only question mark, but. He imagine if him and Gronk last year had he not gotten injured and they you know started to gel like that would you you have that plus like you know Evans and Godwin and everybody else like shit man like no I'll still have them as my favorites even if they don't get AB back they'll have a break too right as a tight end so don't they have like a three headed monster on tight ends oh yeah Cameron Break there you go see was it a boatload of riches yeah okay uh. Real quick, brief, we don't have to spend too much time on this one, on the Colts with the acquisition of Wentz. Uh, how do you see that playing out? 
I think it's a great pickup for the Colts. I like Wentz. Um, I had this conversation with Roger. Roger uh, doesn't think he's good. Uh, I disagree with him on that. I think this makes the Colts a, a legitimate threat because they were really good last year, minus right. Phillip Rivers. Had they not, had they had Wentz last last year, I think they would have gone deeper in the playoffs. Uh, they're going to be really. I have high expectations for them as far as like you know. You, I saw what this roster did last year. I love their coach. I love their GM, and uh, I think Wentz just needed a fresh start somewhere else. And I think it had just become too toxic in Philly for him. And, but yeah. he also needs to shape up in his attitude because if those stories were accurate about how he wasn't a good locker room guy, then yeah, he needs to shape up there. But if he fixes that up, and I think he will just because it's a, it's a new environment, they're going to cater to him. They're going to make him, you know, him the guy, you know, because I'm sure the whole thing in Philly was, well, Nick Foles got as a title. I'm sure that was hovering over him. I mean, the guy's got a fucking statue. Nick Foles has a statue in Philadelphia. Not even Tom Brady has a statue. Like, what the fuck are they doing over there? Um, so, yeah, no, this is going to be good for him, and it's really great for, for Indianapolis. Uh, they're going to be back in the hunt. And I say that as somebody who had Indy as a rival with the with the Pats. I should hate everything that they do, but I can't deny it. They're going to be awesome. Uh I, I mean, I kind of feel bad for Wentz. Um, the go-to, he was their guy. They signed him to a, a big contract. Um, and then they traded him when they got Hurts. Was mm-hmm. it Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, now he's coming to Indianapolis. The running back is okay. I mean, they have some good running backs. Uh, they're going to lose T.Y. Hilton. They're not going to bring him back. So, I mean, they really don't have anybody other than – uh, Pascal and Pittman, but I mean, these aren't like notable guys. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can, if, what they do in the draft as far as if they get him a receiver or what. But I mean, I really think the, the, o, the O-line is good. So I think he'll have enough time to find some of these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he'll have a better um, career here than in Philly. It'll be interesting when we get to our predictions on, you know, later down the road, but like, It'll be like a race between them and Tennessee. But then we'll see if Jacksonville ends up being good, you know, with who they're going to get with Trevor Lawrence. And I don't know, the rookie sensation, I don't know. You just never know. To be honest, Robert, um, with Tennessee, I mean, with with them losing Dory Jackson and Logan Ryan, uh, losing uh, Corey Davis to the the Jets, um, I – I mean, yeah, you got Bud Dupree, but he's coming off an injury as well from last year, I believe, Achilles. Um, uh, or an ACL, I'm not too sure. But but either way, I, I mean, you only signed you, – you lost, you know, three or four guys and you only gained one. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, I don't know what happened to my boy. I had so <laughs> patience for him when he signed on last year. And I don't even think he's on that team anymore. I don't even think he's in the NFL. Um <laughs> but, but, I mean, jeez, uh, Tennessee, I don't really – unless they do something else right now, I really don't think they're a threat. I still like Vrabel. I think he's he's a really good coach and not just one of those that, like, oh, he used to be a player and, you know, he's a rah-rah guy. No, he's not like a – he's not like a Dan Campbell for the Lions. That guy's a total rah-rah guy and that muscles and biceps. What a geek, that guy. I can't believe they freaking signed that guy. 
I forgot who asked me about him, and I was like, dude, he was like the de facto like head coach for the Dolphins at one point. Yeah, and he was like all like just yeah muscles and all this stuff, and then the Patriots <laughs> faced him, and like he Belichick just whooped them like good. <laughs> yeah, he's a. But that's not a, what Vrabel, Vrabel is. Vrabel's smart, you know. I think he learned a lot from Belichick and being in Houston and all that stuff. So I think he'll he'll get his crew together. Yeah, they they got their uh, what is it? They got their karma against the Ravens because I think they what was it last year in the regular season? Like they stomped all over the Ravens uh, yeah. logo, and then you know the Ravens yeah. ended up coming back to beat them in the playoffs. So. Eh. I mean, it happens, but I think Vrabel's going to have this crew together, and it'll be a tight race in the AFC South. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, let's talk about – I know you want to talk about this. The Rams, because of the the uh, the addition of Matthew Stafford. Okay, so real quick, before we go full detail on Rams, give me your prediction as far as – Matthew Stafford, how he's going to do with the Rams versus Jared Goff with the Lions. Like who's going to have the better season? Who's going to have the better season? Oh, it'll be Stafford for sure. Um, I mean, I, I think Jared Jared Goff's going to have a more difficult time adjusting in Detroit because he's not going to have like a Sean McVay to guide him or to protect him or to disguise stuff to cover his weaknesses. But then we're going to see what Jared Goff's really made of. So, I mean, he'll get some wins under his belt. But Stafford should have uh, the better season, uh, not just because of uh, the team that he's on, but the head coach matters too. And, well, you know, McVay will be in his head a lot. Or in his ears, so I should say. What was that? Does Stafford make the Pro Bowl? Um, I mean, I, I guess you could throw him in, in there. I mean, it'll be like Rodgers, Brady, what about, what about MVP talk? Depending statistic-wise, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is he like that over-the-top player that that's just going to – all of a sudden he's going to have like a 40, 45 touchdown season? I don't he see might. that specifically because of the division he's in. But, no, I don't see him in the MVP conversation. Maybe early on, but it'll drift. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I I think uh, I feel bad for Jared Goff because I do believe this is where we find out he's a bust because it was the Rams that made him look good. Uh, then he goes to Detroit. I mean, it sucks because you're going to Detroit. Uh, but, I mean, Stafford comes into this team with a great O-line, a great defense. He's got Cooper Cup as a receiver. He's got Robert Woods as a receiver. He's got Higby. He's got Djax. You know, he's got Henderson. You've got Akers. He's got some weapons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, <clears throat> well, I guess I'll, I'll put the question back on you like you did to me. What, what are your thoughts? Like Pro Bowl, MVP, is he going to do any of that noise? After Pro Bowl, yes. Uh, I, I think he's going to put up numbers because, I mean, look what he did in Detroit. And, and we're talking Detroit. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with Stafford. He's got a really big arm. Uh, and he's going to have a way to protect him. And like I said, uh, with Goff, we're, we're going to find out that he's probably going to – and I could be eating my words in, coming into the season, but, I mean, I'm going to say he's going to end up being a bust. I mean, either he's going to get pushed around 
He's going to get knocked down a lot. He's going to have some injuries. I mean, because that defensive line, I mean, defense, I'm sorry, the offensive line wasn't that great because look what happened to Stafford. He's always getting hit. Yeah. So unless unless Detroit can address that line, either it be free agency or draft, then I, I don't see Goff succeeding yeah. at least this year. Uh, my thing with Stafford, though, is just the way the media is playing it. Like, oh, my God, here comes, like, Matthew Stafford automatically, like, whatever, Super Bowl contenders, which they could be. My strength of the Rams is the defense. That's, But you added, like, a – because my opinion, they upgraded, obviously, at quarterback. So that helps a lot. So – but this team is going to ride or die with that defense. Like, I don't think uh, – if Stafford were to come into contact with that Bucks defense, I think they'll scare the shit out of him. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think he's yeah. gonna be able to, you know, just do what he wants with with those uh with with that defense. So, it, it all it all hinges on the Rams D. Did, I mean, you saw what the Bucks D did to to Mahomes. They couldn't. He he looked <laughs> like he was lost or something. You know, especially I think it was like. Uh, uh, he was like fourth and like 23 or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell with Mahomes? Yeah. And yeah, either way, I, like I said, the Bucks defense, um, yeah, I, I mean, everybody's or the commentators were like, I mean, are we going to see the Rams represent, you know, the, the Super Bowl for 2022? No, they're mm-hmm. not going to be. Hey, super early on predictions, but what's the only thing left for Tom Brady to accomplish? An undefeated season? Yeah. That would be the only thing left for him to do. Is that, I think it so. is a possibility, I, I think. think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not ready to say it yet, but it's on my heart. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I bet you, you and I would probably be the only guys that would say that would agree to that. And then we would have that doofster next to us saying, oh, no, no, no. But I <laughs> think it's a possibility. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, Robert, I, and, and, and I'm telling you, they got – they were clicking towards the end. And I told you that was what happened. Now, here we are, year two. They're just, they're gelling. They're going to gel. I won't so, make it official yet, but I just want the audience to know that I'll make, I'm thinking I'll about make, it. I'm I'll thinking about it. it. I had the Bucks all last year. I never changed my prediction at all. I don't know I'm about so, that. I got to go back to some episodes. I do remember you jumping I, on that Cowboys no. bandwagon for like a second. I want you. I want you to go back on that because I'm going to go back you. on those episodes. I, I may, as I'm falling asleep, I'm going to listen to one. I'm, I remember you, because I remember I got mad at you. I was like, "What? You're cha- You're on the oh. Bucks, but all of a sudden you changed it to the Cowboys. Might have been no. the, better I right said, before the season started. I, it was way before because I said I said it was the Cowboys and the Bucks and the championship, and I said I, I I'm pretty sure I might have said Cowboys go Super Bowl. Yes, you did. I, I know you did at one point. Did it? Okay, but I changed it. Okay. Because I and look what happened. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. Uh have we have we covered everybody yet? Uh pretty much notable. I mean we yeah. we have uh I mean uh yeah the Bucks, Rams with, with Stafford. Um real quick actually, uh we have one more to talk about. The Ra- uh, not the Rams, I'm sorry. The Saints. Uh-huh. With Drew Brees retiring. What are your expectations for uh, the Saints? Uh, I still love Sean Payton a lot. One of the probably top three head coach in the league. Um, but I don't know. I mean, everyone is all high and mighty on Jameis Winston, even when uh, 
Even when they did it, what it, they did that trick play on the was it, it was Bucks? one it was on the Bucks Robert it was and 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 that was when they went into the locker room and Jameis Winston was there freaking like dancing pumping. around. Yeah. yeah, he was doing a Jake Ramirez, you know, pouncing <laughs> on his chest, man. Come on. I, but I don't think I don't get what it is with the media that just loves Jameis Winston. I, I don't know. I just think he's a he's just a guy to me. Uh, I I don't I don't really. I mean, you get Michael Thomas back. You still have uh, Mara. Mara, uh but I mean, <clears throat> that's that's it though. You you know you you lost uh you lost your tight end Cooks. Because he went over to, uh, I believe, San Diego. Do you see them as a wild card team or anything like that? Or do you see them just missing the playoffs completely? I, I see them missing the playoffs because Taysom Hill, I, I don't like that guy. I don't like him because – Will they be that, an above 500 team? <clears throat> I'm going to go no right now. Okay. I, I – I, I don't. I'm not sold on Taysom Hill. Uh, I think he played when when Breeze was out. I mean, they won games. But why don't they go? Why don't they go get Alvin. Teddy Bridge? Because I'm trying to think how they did it with Teddy Bridgewater, where they won like all those games without Breeze. And Bridgewater was like, I mean, decent. I mean, I don't think the yeah. Saints are going to fall off too much, but that's just me. But we'll, we'll see. They're, they're they're not a threat, Robert. They're not. I'm not I mean, saying they're a threat, but I mean, I don't think they're going to be a. They're not going to be the freaking. I don't know who's the worst team last year. They're not going to be anybody from the NFC East. I don't think. And uh, uh, if Carolina fixes their their quarterback problems, I think. I mean, they're not going to be the Jaguars. I'll, we'll say that they're not going to end up like in the draft next year at number one. Like I don't see that happening. No. I see the Jaguars back at that spot again. Oh damn! Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sold on Urban Meyer. Um, he, he's already. You have them above you. You have the Jaguars doing worse than the Texans. I do. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, Robert. I mean, I don't know if you've been reading about this, but I mean, Urban Meyer was complaining about free agency. He was like, "Oh, like back in college, you can go and sit and and have dinner with them and." You can still do the same thing, Doofus. It's, it's different in the NFL, though. Well, it's just faster now. You don't have to. Like, some team people yeah. don't even meet the team yet. Like, yeah, and, and he's complaining about it. And I'm like, dude, well, don't be a coach. Why did you Why did you accept the damn contract, dude? Fuck mm. out of here. <laughs> I, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. They and they really didn't do anything much in the in the in the free agency. Like, I don't even remember who they signed. They signed somebody, but it wasn't anybody spectacular. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they're going to be back at, at the draft at number one again. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, as far as free agency, I mean, I, I New England won it because of what the what they did as far as the signing. Um, but I mean, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, like like we both said. I mean, on paper, it's really good. It's scary for me. It is scary, but I mean. One of these guys can can break an ankle or, or tear an ACL and and yeah. we're back to square one. Uh, but right now, as of right now, I mean, Belichick is 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 uh, preparing. He's preparing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as the free agency part, I mean, what we talk about, I mean, New England, you know, they did some good stuff. I mean, the Cowboys, we had some. I had some questions about it, and then we went over, you know, I mean, the Bucks. Now we just, I mean, 
that's pretty much the big signing. I mean, you like I said, you had Minnesota do you know a couple of here and there, but they're nothing to talk about, you know. Right. All right, buddy. Well, that was a good chunk of stuff that we talked about, and uh, the draft's going to be coming in about a month, I believe, right? Yes, I believe April. April twenty third or something like that. Yes, it's on a Thursday. We'll get that for you right now. Yeah, give me the date on that. We can April twenty second. April twenty second. So that's when we can expect you can expect me and Abe. We'll see about the doofster, but I doubt it. Um, but we'll be back uh, for a post round one pod of the NFL draft. Uh, we'll do a thing here at my pad. We'll get some food and whatnot. And are, you, uh, are, are we going to do it live though? Uh, we'll work on that. Uh, there's still some kinks there that I need to figure out, but if we can do something like that, we'll do it live. Uh, right. now we'll, for sure, we'll do a reaction pod to, to all of round one or what, what was notable in round one. Well, like, well, I'll, uh, I'll bring the wings. Woohoo. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, a lot yeah. of football, it's going to be happening this year and just going forward, just NFL's, I mean, actually, you know what, let's. Let's finish it off with this because uh, this just happened a few days ago. The the new TV deals that the NFL just signed. All right. Yeah. So it was like Amazon's got the streaming rights to the Thursday night games. And I believe if they gain a certain number of like percentage wise, as far as like streaming or whatnot, they could, Amazon could broadcast a playoff game in the near future, which just goes to show you like that the streaming wars are like heating up and that's where like stuff is headed. ABC, ESPN are back in the Super Bowl mix as far as like broadcasting the game. I believe the first, I forgot what Super Bowls they got uh, attached to them. They've already assigned all the other ones to CBS, you know, Fox and NBC. So NFL is pretty much dominating almost all the networks. So that I, I think that's awesome. Any thoughts on on that? Real quickly before we sign off. Great. Um, as far as like the uh, the bo- the broadcasting, yeah, um, wasn't it Nickelodeon that was even getting into the action? I'm as sure they'll as... bring them back because the ratings were tremendous for the the Bears Saints game. Uh, but it, what was it? The Super Bowl that they broadcasted? Was... They did Super Bowl like highlights, I think, during like the yeah. halftime game. But they didn't do the whole game because I, I would have watched they... it there. Imagine Mahomes getting. Tackled and sacked, and then slime popping up. <laughs> loved it, loved it. I think they broadcasted like a couple of playoff games, but I mean that was really cool. I mean they they got into the mix, so I like it. They but, tested it. I think they'll bring it back again. Um, they can be weird with it and try all these different things. Like, yeah, uh, I know I listened to one pod where they were talking about what if there's one where like you know guys are like cursing and like just being like themselves. Like, I'm sure some people would tune in for a commentary team like that. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, no, the, these deals are awesome. I would love to. I don't know if I'll pay for. I gotta. We gotta see what the schedule ends up being. But those Thursday night games into a package deal on Amazon. That's interesting. I think the uh, Sunday ticket thing is gonna run up with Directv soon. Even though I know you can get Sunday ticket on your own, kind of already. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. But nothing yeah. but just more revenue for the NFL, man. Real, real quick. I know this might be a long shot, but uh, uh, I know. I had mentioned that I wanted to do like a palace pod live at the game or something like that. Maybe go to an actual we'll go on the road. Yeah. I mean, I would like to do, I mean, if it's possible, I mean, you know, but I mean, like I said, it might be a long shot, but I mean, something to look into. 
if the oh. stars align, yes, we can do something, even if it ends up being, God forbid, a Dallas Cowboys game, because uh, I think that's the closest franchise to us where we could drive oh, well, we- with a good distance. Houston's a little closer to that. But there we go, yeah. Houston. But I don't think I want anything to do with that team right now. <laughs> I don't, unless yeah. they play, unless the Patriots came down to play them, then we could talk. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, we can. We'll, we'll discuss that. We'll see if the stars align. But again, a lot also hinders on uh, the schedule. And right. I think that comes after the draft. I yes. believe not that long yeah. after the draft. They do. They make it into a whole TV special now. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Cool. You good? All right. All right. We're going to wrap it up here. So thanks, Abe. Uh, Appreciate your itinerary and your rundown, and I'll have you write more shows down the road and keep us on this narrow path uh, here on the football. It's just a football show for now. We don't have a name, but we're still cooking that up. So that'll be coming. We have a lot of time before we unveil what this show is going to be called. We're kind of like the Washington football team. Yes. It's the (laughs) – It's the Palace Football Podcast for right now. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Uh, We'll we'll see you for the draft. Yes, sir. See you. All right. Take it easy. Much thanks to Abraham Trevino. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. I've got two this week that you can listen to. Just did one on the Snyder Cut with Tyler Bishop, which you can listen to now. You can follow this podcast on Spotify. Hit that follow button. I would greatly appreciate it. If you're an Apple person, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave me that five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. iHeartRadio, it's available on there on Amazon, Pandora, all these different outlets where you listen to your podcast. You can find this one specifically. So thank you guys very much, and we'll see you on the next episode. Have a good week. God bless you.